episode of Scare Topless. I'm your co-host, Daniela, and here I have my other co-host, Jessica, and our producer, Tyler. And then we also have another guest as well for this episode. Again, it's me, Gabby. <laughs> Woo! Yay! <laughs> Thank Yay. you. So today's episode is going to be so bizarre, weird, and I remember when I first heard about this for the first time, I was in Japan listening to a podcast, and it's one of those episodes where I just couldn't stop hearing about it because it just had me all fucked up. And it's different from our normal content, which would either be true crime or paranormal, but still has to do with some supernatural stuff. So please take this story with a grain of salt. Um, and the topic for today is the alien love story of David Huggins. We did an alien um, thing one time before. From season one. Do you was guys that remember? That was my episode. Oh, yes. Yeah, that was a while ago. That was yeah. the Fermi Paradox. That's the last mm-hmm. time we yes. did an alien. We haven't done that in a while. Yeah, yeah, but this one is just... I literally kept laughing. Um, <laughs> so there is a documentary based on this man. Um, and the documentary is called Love and Sorcerers? Or Saucers? I didn't even know how to Love pronounce it. Love and Saucers. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Okay. So, it starts off with David Huggins, and you guys might ask, like, who is he? So, he was born in 1944 and was raised on a farm in rural Paulding County, Georgia. He is English, Choctaw, and Cherokee, and he has a brother and a sister who also lives on the farm with him and reported that both their parents are both big drinkers and sometimes they get drunk. His dad was known to hit David with a belt or a switch, and his dad also cheated on his mom with multiple women and his parents often fought. I thought you said this was going to be funny. <laughs> Just wait. I know, Just like, wait. she pulled me on. She's like, it's a funny one. <laughs> he was beat. <laughs> no, just wait. Just wait, honestly. His childhood is fucked up, but just wait. Um, so, you know, with that being said, he didn't really have the best relationship with his parents and was often alone and mostly observed his environment. So, as a child, David enjoyed working on his family's farm and he also liked to explore and collect arrowheads that he would find outside. He did believe that Native Americans lived on the land that his farm was on, and for many years, he would find countless arrowheads. So, in his early childhood, um, his grandparents also took him to, like, tent revivals, which are, oh my, can I pronounce Evangelical. Thank you. Um, Christian services that are held in large outdoor tents, and the experiences he had, they were super overwhelming for him, um... And essentially really drove David away from religion as a whole because they would speak in tongues. And um, usually that branch of Christianity really just takes it to the extreme by like the screaming and um, all those things. So he was just very off put from religion. So now we get into his first encounter with an alien. So it kind of jumps from his childhood Jesus, to an alien. How did this happen? Yeah. He's like, he was a boy. He hated the church. And what now- did I sign up for? Yeah. So his first encounter. So in 1952, David had his first encounter, which he believed to be an alien. He was only eight years old at this time. And so one day, David was playing at the base of a tree near his house when suddenly he heard a voice saying, David, behind you. Oh my god. And when he turned around, he saw a small hair creature with big glowing eyes coming straight towards him. So this is what he said about the encounter. I was playing at the base of a tree and I hear this little thing say, David, behind you. And I turned around and there's this little hairy guy with large glowing eyes coming straight towards me. I thought it was the boogeyman. I didn't know what to think of it. 
And what was interesting is that for a split second, I felt as if I was in his eyes looking at me. <laughs> what? I'm going to pee my pants. <laughs> we haven't even gone through the story. This is I only guess. the first encounter. <laughs> so the creature kept walking towards him, but he felt compelled to keep looking at it. And only until he snapped out of it to run away did the creature walk back into the woods. And then that was it. He wasn't sure what he saw, but decided not to tell anyone. And in the same year, David was grabbing something from the barn when he heard a strange noise from the other side. He walked outside and noticed a large alien creature that looked like a praying mantis. Bro, this picture <laughs> is sending me. Mantis. <laughs> we need to show this picture when this podcast goes live. <laughs> no, we do. So this obviously scared him and he started to scream. And when he did this, the creature sprayed him with the bluish gray liquid and he started to run away. <laughs> he came all over him. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and as he was running away he noticed the liquid evaporating off of him quickly but david had no idea what to make of this encounter so if you guys look at the picture i would check myself into a ward if i saw this <laughs> no it's so i can't so then the following year wait was that when he was all at eight that was all at eight. Oh, okay yeah so the following year, so he's nine now, okay. um, David had another strange sighting while he was going to a friend's house. He was walking through a field behind his barn when he started to feel like he was being watched. And he heard a noise that sounded like a cow mooing. And then he saw what looked like a bright glowing head poking up from a nearby bush. Again, he was freaked out and he fainted. And as there he was on the floor, there were small gray beings surrounding him. And he heard three beeping noises and woke up in a field of tall weeds without knowing how he got there he was teleported he just doesn't remember he fainted and then he literally woke up in like wheat i don't know so then he's crying over there (laughs) dude you haven't even gone through like half the story yet this is ridiculous it gets worse honestly wait he okay sorry i'll ask later yeah so a few years later so it's 1954 now and the beans visited David again, and he was a small field looking for arrowheads. He looked up and saw eight or nine gray beans falling from the sky, and the beans hit the ground and bolted towards him. So they're running towards him. <laughs> what the fuck? So he panicked and ran back to his house while the aliens were chasing after him. He tried to hide behind the front side of the house, and when he looked at the pillars below the house, he saw the aliens turn and walk away. So if you guys look at the picture, it's like literally these little aliens in blue suits. It looks like um, men in black. <laughs> men in black. <laughs> so that's what he's seen. I personally wouldn't know what to do if like little aliens were running after me. I'd cry. Literally cry. I'd be like, ew, what is that? Yeah, literally. <laughs> that's it. Just ew. Literally. <laughs> like gross. Go back to my chores on the barn. Just go back. <laughs> Just start insulting them, being like, you're disgusting. (laughs) No, for real. You're ugly and fat. (laughs) So he calls these little aliens. I'm joking, I'm joking. Oh my god. I don't want anybody to get upset. Have you seen the the show Awkward? Yes. You're welcome. That's how I would end it. I forgot. It's like the aliens thought they came here to taunt me. Like, I'm taunting you, bitch. (laughs) Stop. Oh my gosh. So he calls the little aliens the Greys. And the night that he saw the same group of aliens outside his house, he saw them in his room. They walked into it. And they took David outside. 
and when they grabbed him, they floated up into a spacecraft that night. What? So they abducted him, essentially. It's an alien abduction. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Okay. So once he was on board, David saw a female alien with black hair holding a rod. And one of the aliens held David down while the woman tilted his head back and inserted this rod rod into his nose. And it seemed like she was placing something inside of him. And after the insertion, David cried out that the woman had hurt him. And the woman said, let me see. And when she looked at David, he felt all the pain melt away. Slay. Slay. <laughs> Slay. I'm dying. So these gray, gray aliens continued to visit him throughout his childhood. And he said their spacecrafts looked like a bright oval space disc. And sometimes they would land in fields near his, near his house. And sometimes they were either darker colored, but majority of the time they were very light colored. And every time they would land, it would be extremely quiet around David. And all the noises would stop and hear hear nothing and describe it as beautiful silence. Mm-hmm. So, he said they were never menacing or threatening towards him. He they said, inserted something in his nose. But, I mean, after that. But then that. she took the pain away. Yeah. I mean, they were never mean to him or like threatening. I guess he they ran them. after him. They thought of the sky and ran after. Oh my god! Okay. So the way that he described it was the little greys were workers of some sort, and he even met with like an alien being with a knob on top of his head, and he thought Wait, this. Why being... they reminding me of the minions? <laughs> the minions. So he thought the being was the alien in charge, the one with the knob on top of his head. And the praying mantis being spoke to David gently like he was a child. So you're probably wondering, where the fuck is his parents and why has he said anything? Well, he did. He tried, at least. But they never believed him. His dad would actually yell at him and tell him to stop making things up. And nobody else would see what David would be seeing sometimes. And there was also times when his dad would beat David when he claimed he saw an alien. So now we're going to get into deeper into this. That's toxic. So one of the aliens um, David would meet was a female being who he calls Crescent. Oh, that's pretty. It that is, is pretty. It that's is a cute. cute name. So once David told Crescent that his parents didn't believe that he'd seen aliens and they whipped him because of it. The female being didn't like hearing this and so she looked right at him in the eyes and told him, then don't tell them. And David <gasps> listened to her and he never brought up the aliens ever again. David also claims that Crescent saved him from being bitten by a poisonous snake in the yard another time. He also states that he was about to drown once and he heard a voice say, let him live. And the root suddenly caught his, caught his ankle and saved him. Like it just, I don't know, saved him, I guess. So the aliens are protecting him. Mm-hmm. Or the they're aliens, the ones, the I a- put in quotations. <laughs> the aliens. Well... I should have mentioned this, but he claims that he has never had any mental illnesses or anything of that sort. Or never been sick. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> so that's what he <laughs> believes. So let's go down to 1961. Was now. he ever tested? For like, or like someone did a, like a. I'm not sure. Like he was beaten and abused as a kid. There's no way that he didn't come out with anything. That's true. You know what? You're right. <laughs> But as far as I know, he claims that there's nothing. So. He, claims. he claims. So he claims. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> so let's get down to 1961. So this is the most famous alien encounter. And he was 17 years old at the time. 
and one time he was walking through a field on the way to a friend's house when he saw something weird. It was a strange woman sitting under a tree. She had large black eyes, black hair, pale skin, and long black fingernails. She wore a long blue robe, and David looked locked eyes, and this being started walking towards him, and he says he became sexually aroused. <laughs> no! Why is that photo kind of kind of hot? Wait, where? <laughs> the one right behind Oh! Don't oh. <laughs> <laughs> scroll ahead. I'm so sorry. It's okay, it's okay. Oh my god, is he about to lose his V-card? Listen. <laughs> so David ripped his pants off and he <gasps> fell back into the ground. That's when... I can't be directly across because you're making me laugh. <laughs> Wait, this sounds so like erotic. Like, Oh my god. The way yours is kind of like a... That's like what a, a Wattpad story. <laughs> This is how he describes it. So David yeah, ripped his pants and fell back into the ground. That's when the alien got on top of him and he started having sex with him. And when he climaxed, he said he was very painful but good at the same time. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tell me he doesn't impregnate her. Wait, wait, wait. wait. We'll so, get into that so after. <laughs> he literally saw the alien. He's like damn rips his pants off yes <laughs> rips his pants no foreplay pants are off aliens like yes climbs on top of him and they fuck. then they fuck yes in the woods in the woods by himself kind of hot honestly what? wow <laughs> so after they finished he looked into the beans glowing eyes and he immediately passed out a few minutes later he would wake up all alone in a field in which he was confused and didn't know why he didn't have his pants and underwear he quickly put them back on and left the field and had no memory of the encounters after waking up. Oh my god. It wasn't until many years later that David realized he had lost his virginity to an alien named Crescent, which was the same alien he had spent with as a child. <gasps> oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. She, um... She groomed him. She groomed him! <laughs> Cancelled. Cancelled. Crescent That's, is cancelled. We thought she was cute. No. no. Honestly, Crescent does sound like that kind of bitch. <laughs> like, that would do some shit like that. No, she was fucked. This, yeah. is, this whole story is fucked, like, every single time. So, now we're gonna get a little bit into his young adult life. So, the encounters didn't stop after he had sex with Crescent. He would have 25 more encounters from the time he was 8 till he was 25 years old. So two years later, he would be 19, and his home life became increasingly more stressful. His parents were constantly fighting, and they didn't like that David became so invested in creating art, and David dreamed of attending an art school in New York City. However, he knew his parents would never approve, so he made the decision to leave the house without telling them, and move to New York, New York City, in which he would finally become an independent young man. He would create a life for himself as an art student. And one day, between 1965 or 1966, David was walking home from class on a rainy evening. The city's transportation workers were on strike at the time, meaning no buses or subways. He didn't want to get soaked, so he walked down Fifth Avenue and hitched a ride. Oh, fuck. <laughs> mm-hmm. Never a good idea. It's not. A big, a big black car would come up to David, and a, and a woman was driving, the, was driving and invited him to get inside the car. They didn't speak much during the car ride, and when the car when the ride was over, David thanked her for taking him, and the woman said nothing and simply nodded. Mm. He believes the woman may have actually been an alien. Oh my! Just God. anyone that he encounters with that he like hasn't like hasn't seen the face. He's like, yeah, 
<laughs> it was probably an alien. Probably, yeah. Why does it also make sense that he's like a struggling artist that's like fucked an alien? I feel like that... That makes sense. With like childhood trauma. Yeah, I, I feel like, you know, that's like what his art could kind of be about too, is like all this like weird like alien things he's been going through yeah so basically it influences his art that's all his paintings i should have mentioned this in the beginning but he's notorious for his all his paintings because of the alien encounters that's all he paints that makes sense all all the paintings yeah this is all from his memory of what he remembers can we get one whoa this is demented (laughs) (laughs) so all those paintings that you're seeing is all from what he Remembers. remembers Wow. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. That's fucked. So, that I night... I feel violated for him. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. He's groomed. Oh, my God. So... Like... <laughs> I'm looking at it right now, and it's... Her, her blurred-out tits are staring at me. Yeah, literally, I'm like, wait, is it... What's down there, too? Like... <laughs> no Anyways. Idea. So... That night, David dreamt about a strange woman was approaching him with his eyes with her eyes closed, and the experience felt kind of dreamlike and surreal. But he didn't think the incident was actually a dream. He didn't remember anything else about the encounter, just the woman's face. The dream repeated itself for months on end, and whenever he would have these dreams, he would hear the words "We'll be back tonight," <gasps> and he couldn't figure out if these encounters were real or just bizarre. So he decided to do a test after class one day. And he brought some pink flowers and left them out for the aliens as he was lying in bed that night. And he said, those are for you. When he woke up that morning, the flowers were gone. Mm-hmm. Wait, he left the flowers where? Like, beside him. Like, Oh. Maybe he just sleptwalked. Honestly. He's just so in his delusion. <laughs> <laughs> so the next night, an alien visited David and it was Crescent. David got a comforting and pleasant feeling as she never scared him or made him feel threatened her body was quite similar to the family the female anatomy besides her large pale eyes and pale skin so literally the the head of an alien but the body of a woman this is literally a wattpad story (laughs) (laughs) i I feel like they're gonna do it again (laughs) oh my god so that night, I feel like he wants to too. He does. He <laughs> like, does. He's like, mm. he's like, miss alien. that alien pussy. <laughs> alien pussy. That's sorry, wild. sorry, too much, too much. So that night, David remembers remembers um, what a part of my story went away. Anyways, well, from what I remember, she actually went to go visit him that night. And they would cuddle, and they remembered they their heads would rub together lovingly, and they had sex on his bed. <laughs> Why did you say it like that? What do you mean, like, like they had what? Sex on their bed. They did, cause that's weird. Isn't that not weird? Get sex. That's weird. You don't hear that every day. Oh my god. <laughs> and the following day, David woke up alone, and she would continue to see him, and he grew feelings for her. So. This is now, they're just having sex on the daily. Or at least regularly. <gasps> Not daily, but enough times. They were in a relationship? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So Crescent would become kind of like a girlfriend to him. And they would bond together. I'm gonna throw up. I had a funny thought. Imagine bringing her to, like, Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's so scary. 
That's scary. How do you, how do you, expect, how do you explain that to grandma? I told you, dad. Yeah, literally. They're real. <laughs> and you beat me. Oh. And now look. Oh my We're god. Now I have a hot alien girlfriend. Ew. Ew. That's so scary. So, I also want to mention that they every single time they had sex, they were never alone. The praying mantis alien and, like, the greys were always there watching in the corner. He's an exhibitionist. Stop. <laughs> I'm actually going to throw up. <laughs> they would just stare at him, making sure that David and Crescent would have sex. After, like, they would just be there the watching. Alien, the greys were cucks. I feel like, I feel like he's a vessel. <laughs> the greys were cucks. The praying mantis. <laughs> the tiny little greys are just jerking off. <laughs> 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 little alien penises. They're like this small. Just <laughs> <flicking. laughs> They're flicking. <laughs> oh my god! So when you know that time in the beginning of the story when it sprayed the blue cum. That was a liquid. That was never it was liquid. S- it was liquid. But when you no, said it was, was cum, cum, it was. It I feel was like cum. it was. Honestly, Dude. it might have been cum. Um, <laughs> I'm honestly so disgusted. Like as we go deeper and deeper into the story, <laughs> okay, but I'm it, loving it. It's, it's but a kind loving of relationship. Is it's it though? Consensual. I don't think and it is. It's supported but by the But is family. it consensual? I mean, he wants. Are it. you condoning? Are you sure he wants it? But he was groomed. That's a good point. Mm. I think That's he's a vessel point. of um, some sort of like alien plan. Pedophilia. Human trafficking, and it's just weird Human that the, the praying yeah. mantis is there watching too. It's just, just like, rubbing yeah. its hands. That's I literally was imagining <laughs> the, hands, the insect it. hands like this, like ew. yeah. Literally, he's like, yes. Oh my, keep God. it going. <laughs> Why'd you play an Italian accent? I'm not <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, apparently Crescent was really loving and caring and he really enjoyed spending his time with her. So now we have... Or so a, he thought. A, not really so he thought. <laughs> um, so then one day in 1967, David was working on a painting when the wall opened up and Crescent hurried into the room. So the wall, like, opened like a portal, basically. And Crescent ran in. And she was very upset. She's like, fuck me now. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. I'm horny. She's upset. She's upset. She's not horny. Her feelings are valid. She's upset. She's not horny. And (laughs) she told David that the baby was dying. The baby? I knew it. And obviously he's confused and says, what baby? In which she responds, your baby. So David asked to see the baby, but Crescent didn't want to show him, and he kept shouting, show me the baby, show me the baby, show me the baby. (laughs) He's screaming, bro. So Crescent picked up the baby from a strange container and kind of dangled it in front of him. And and he showed her how to cradle the baby because the baby's crying. Um, And obviously she didn't know how to take care of it. So David requested for her to take him where she lives, but she responded that he wasn't allowed to go there. And David tried to argue with her, and all of a sudden, he passed out on his bed. When he woke up, he was standing in a strange alien realm. And the insect being, so some next praying mantis shit, walked up to David and angrily asked him what he was doing there, in which he said he needed to see his baby. But the insect being said no. And when David fell to the ground and he wailed, the insect being was moved by his actions. (laughs) And decided to let him in. Oh my god, you have emotions. Yeah, basically. 
was like, wow, you care for this baby. They were they were literally sh- shocked that he had emotions. <laughs> so Crescent was still holding the baby, but wasn't moving at all. And David reached out to the baby, and he felt a shock of electricity, and the baby actually moved. And the insect being told David to come with him, and it was a room full of babies inside Ew. glass boxes that looked like incubators. And David was shocked, and he asked the being whose babies there were. And the insect being pointed to David and told them apparently he had fathered hundreds of hybrid human-alien children with Crescent. Fuck off. <laughs> Oh my god. Imagine you go into a room full of, like, little fucking windows with babies, and you're like, oh, that's a lot of babies. And you they're all your fucking babies? They're yours. They're yours. That's crazy. Because that's how much times they had sex. Or I don't know how it goes with, like... The alien reproductive and the yeah, pregnancy of them. Yeah, maybe they can have multiple babies in one sesh. I was going to say, he has magic sperm. Yeah, <laughs> but he fathered hundreds. It was hundreds of babies. He's a deadbeat father. He <laughs> didn't know any of these existed. He had no idea. He just, he just out here being a struggle, struggling artist. A struggling artist. <laughs> in New York City. <laughs> so... He's too busy fucking chasing Basquiat. And <laughs> <laughs> no, that's actually funny. Stop. So basically, he goes and touches all the babies to heal them. And the following day, David felt exhausted because of all the energy transferring he did. And that night, the insect being visited him and brought him into a room full of glowing light. And David stood in this room for a few minutes and they felt the energy absorb through his body. So that when he woke up the next day, he had an incredible amount of energy that lasted for weeks. He's just doing coke. <laughs> yeah, imagine he's just doing coke. <laughs> he's just, imagine he's just like schizophrenic and he's just doing coke. That, oh my god. Like, I don't believe in aliens, so this whole thing to me is just mental illness. <laughs> <laughs> so, now the breakdown where it gets kind of crazy, I guess. So the encounters didn't stop there. <laughs> and it's sorry, that just came out of you. I'm like, it hasn't been crazy already. Like, it gets crazy here, guys. <laughs> like, you were like, because <laughs> I'm just like, what? <laughs> so in 1968, he had another one of the grays, I guess you could say. Um, sorry, another encounter. Um. And he was taking off his clothes when he heard a voice say, everything's all right, everything is fine. But David didn't think so, and he immediately broke down into tears and repeated the baby died, and it was all his fault over and over again. And the small beings tried to reassure him everything was fine. We had a breakdown, and two alien women grabbed him and held him down on the floor. So when this happened, Crescent appears and runs over to David and says, what happened? In which he responds, My baby died. I was holding it and got scared and I dropped it and it's all my fault. But Crescent told David the baby wasn't dead. And then one of the fem- female aliens walked into the room, cradling the baby in her arms. And then when David saw the baby, all his fears and guilt disappeared. And he once again felt safe. So, Ew. Sorry, I scrolled and yeah. saw a picture. I literally am so, looking at the same thing. And it looks what like I'm about to talk about. <laughs> He's sucking on the alien titties. So, let me explain. So, clearly the aliens didn't know how to raise hybrid alien-human babies to the point David had to teach how to breastfeed their infants. And the children were both male and female, all of them. And the aliens would feed them a brown substance that looked like a chocolate pudding. Imagine your 
boobies producing chocolate pudding. No, like they were just feeding. Oh, so he was I like, thought no. that's what was coming out of her. No, so he was like, let me show you how to breastfeed <laughs> your child. And in this photo, basically, it's just him sucking on the alien's titties, trying to show her, like, this is how you feed the baby. I'm so upset. I'm so upset. <laughs> I'm so upset. <laughs> so you say, so he's saying that aliens also have milk titties. Uh, apparently. That's kind of weird. You wouldn't think that they also have milk that comes out of their boobs. Well, we don't know you what, like... You think that's just, like, a human thing. What brand of aliens are, But, like, like what are the odds... Brand of aliens! Yeah, but, like, what are the odds that alien... Like, if there's even genders, I guess yeah. there is, that they'd also have milk titties. I guess you know what it's the same thing for cows and a lot yeah. of but that's mammals right? Anyways, so I'm getting ahead of myself. From, I don't know. Talking about mammals versus aliens. I'm gonna have nightmares of this today. Like, do whales do that? No. no. Like, no. That's why it's kind of weird. Like, they're from space. I have no idea. <laughs> they're from space. You know, like they're outerworldly. Outer I don't know. Ew. So by this point, David said he had fully fell in love with Crescent. And he said that if he had, if the aliens had allowed Pussy him, whipped. <laughs> <Pussy> whipped. <laughs> so he said that if the aliens had allowed him to come live in their realm with her, he would have said yes in a heartbeat, and didn't mind leaving Earth. Weird. But the insect being decided, David needed to stay behind on Earth, and David would be upset. Before he would get back home through a portal, the insect being would come and console David after each visit. But they would still continue to see David and have sex. And he would have sex with the other alien women that were also available. No. So he was just having sex with everyone at that point. And he believes he had gone to visit them over a hundred times. And they would also often go to his house. So either... I feel like they never even, like, chilled. Like, they'd just been having sex. But, like, they never actually went out and, like, got to know each other. You know? Like, what? It's just been, like... You think they go to a cafe? Well, Why no, not? I just mean, like... <laughs> <laughs> like I, he claims to be in love but I'm like I don't see it you know I'm not, I mean... I'm not, you're not understanding the progression <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean We're... neither am I <laughs> <laughs> like I said about that one time he saved the crescent saved him from drowning and then he's like oh my god she's here for me I <laughs> mean suspension bridge effect the most interesting parts of the story is him having sex with the alien. I'm sure he's going to leave out the mundane details of their conversation. They're like watching Netflix together. Imagine. <laughs> she comes over. We hang out. <laughs> then, then we have sex. And the <laughs> alien other p- people watch. Oh my gosh. We make popcorn. <laughs> popcorn. So it wasn't until years later David would remember his account- encounters because he, wouldn't, he would experience some sort of amnesia after his visits. So he wouldn't really remember them at all. Um, but on August 17, 1997, the memories started to come back, and the aliens haven't visited David in a long time, and he pretty much moved on with his life, and he ended up getting married to an artist named Janice, and they also had a son named Michael, oh and lived pretty normal lives. Janice doesn't even know what she got herself <laughs> no. into. She Janice, girl. Are you ready to mother a hundred <laughs> alien babies, Janice? Holy. <laughs> so David would so often feel their presence and he feel like he would be, be watched and felt weird when he would have strange images pop up in his head. It wasn't until he heard another story about an alien abduction from Bud Hopkins. 
So David purchased Bud's book called Intruders, The Incredible Visitations at the Copley Woods. And when he started reading the book, he started to have a flood of memories come to him. And this is when he would remember every single moment that he ever had with the aliens. And obviously this was super difficult for him and he couldn't sleep and this bring him lots of anxiety and paranoia. And one night, the aliens visited David again and they brought him something, they brought him to a meeting in which they were deciding whether or not to let him create the paintings of their visit. And the alien commander finally approved of David doing the paintings. Commander? But, yeah. <laughs> Commander? <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> oh my god. Like, yeah, they, they literally had like an alien meeting. They had like a little, like. Little court session. A little like, court session. Okay, fine, you can do your little paintings. <laughs> to give him. <laughs> no names can be stated. No names. Um, so, David was 50 years old when this meeting took place, basically. And while he mentions they didn't make their own art, the aliens were very interested in his cre- creativity. This is so bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? So he also thinks the females, um, the female black hair aliens, might have worn wigs for aesthetic reasons, mm. for that their hair was usually messy and sometimes looked lopsided, <laughs> or they, or they didn't have any hair. Like. So he thinks that they wore wigs for aesthetic reasons. David honestly seems like an idiot. <laughs> I feel like that's why he was targeted. (laughs) I'd like to know where these aliens are getting wigs from. Right? Like, they seem too, like, similar to how, to humans, that this can be real. Like, what do you, what? Like, I realistically just think he was groomed by, like, a family member, and he put it all in his head that it was aliens, because that's what children do. If they have a traumatic childhood, they turn everything into, like, yeah, exactly. So that's where my mind is going. Because they don't want to face the actual trauma of yeah. what really happened. So they make up a story. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, I was abducted by aliens. Really, he might have been having sex with like a family member and yeah. like uh, his family watched. And that's why his dad was like, no, it's not true. <laughs> it's not happening. Bam, bam, it's not true. But maybe he did see aliens. I like this piece. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe he did. But maybe he did have sex Maybe with he aliens. did. So now we're going to get to the present. So David says he wouldn't trade his experience for the world as they were thrilling. This Des- guy's such a simp, bro. <laughs> he's such a simp. Despite Sorry. feeling that he was a bit traumatized, but he still wouldn't trade it. He believes he was used for breeding purposes, but he trusts their intentions and would still leave Earth for them if they asked. That's like, um, what's that? Um, People who are abduct- abducted mm-hmm. and then when they get away from the person they're like stockholm syndrome it's like stockholm syndrome is what he but with the alien because he's saying you know he knows that they were using him but he would still go with them well that's fucked honestly but alien level yeah i don't know i feel like this could have been a really cool high conversation Oh, yeah. No, I would get paranoia knowing <laughs> that there's, like, an alien having sex with someone. I'd be like, yeah, that could ha- could that happen to me? Uh, well, you never know. If it happened to him, it could happen to anyone. <laughs> Honestly? I just don't hear too much about alien, like, stories as much as I do about, like, ghosts and stuff. So I don't really know. But... I don't claim this energy. <laughs> I don't claim this energy. <laughs> so his marriage obviously wasn't looking good with... And the alien story was pretty much Janice's, like, 13 reason. Like, she was done. <laughs> I'm and so, here. so she left. And when David sat her down and told her everything, she thought he was crazy. 
and they didn't continue to live with each other in their New York City apartment. Oh, they sorry, they did. They did continue to live with each other to help co-parent their child and make splitting up easier for their son, Michael. And David told some of the encounters um, to Michael when he was a child. Oh my God. God. Don't traumatize your child. Yeah. But Michael says that he was never really concerned about his father's paintings and just accepted them. Eventually, his son moved away to Thailand and started a new life there, and he says he believes his dad. That's weird. Yeah. That's weird. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Imagine <laughs> your parents telling you, like, yeah, I, I had sex with aliens. No, I'm, and I went to visit them. And, like, they, what? I'd be scared. Mm-hmm. I'd be terrified. I'm putting you into, a, like, a ward or something. <laughs> Literally. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, like, yeah, okay, yeah, dad. dad. Yeah, dad. <laughs> Call them for, like, somebody help this man. So, <laughs> intervention. Now, David remains to live in Hoboken, New Jersey, and works a part time job at a deli. And when he's not painting, he still lives with his ex oh in his God. within the last 20 years. So, he lives with his ex, basically. And he meditates. So, he also interprets interpret some of his experience using uh, I Ching, which is an ancient Chinese divination text. Um, and he, right now he has a book named Love is an Alien Purgatory, filled with his artwork, which was published in 2009. And then in 2017, a producer tracked David and decided to create a documentary, which we now know as Love and Sorcerers, or whatever the fuck you call it saucers thank you (laughs) and he continues to paint his memories he's not allowed to make them up according to the aliens and they have to accurately represent the aliens that's that's the one law he has to like abide he can't make them up and one time he did make them up um but the aliens were like pissed and he had to like um throw it out basically (laughs) yeah this does sound like mental illness (laughs) (laughs) mental illness in it love so he did have an art show, and I'd um, go to that. <laughs> right? Yeah, I would go to that too. I would definitely go to that. And the aliens actually paid him another visit, and they claimed they had a body for him, in which it, he recalls it was a younger version of himself, him, himself <gasps> in the alien realm, and that he could only get into it with the help of the insect being. He's not entirely sure what the purpose might be, other than a body for him in the afterlife. And sometimes Crescent brings her children over when David visits the spacecraft, but he hasn't seen the kids in a long time, but remembers they were always happy to see him, and they often like to play hide-and-go-seek. And to this day, the aliens visit David, and he remains to see Crescent once a month, and assumes she's living her life and raising the kids somewhere in the cosmos. Well, pictures are it's not real. <laughs> pictures are it's not real. Once a month and you don't have a pic? That's what people are saying. Like, like how do you not take a picture? Like, um, I have drawings of you. I have a book published of you. There's a movie. Like, you might as well just, like, announce yourself to the world. Yeah, like, right. For real. Being a TikTok. Like, I don't know. <laughs> so, the beings never told him why they chose him or where they're from. And, of course, people's doubts don't bother him because he knows they are real. So let's debrief this. Wow. I don't even know what to say. I don't think there's any way that I'm believing any of this. (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) Like. Do you believe that's what he thinks he saw? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I believe that he genuinely saw this as someone who has been to school for you know like 
this type of stuff, like mental illness. <laughs> That's all I see here. He's displaying the signs. Yeah, he's displaying the signs. Oh my gosh. Well, when I was listening to a few podcasts, some people generally do like. I know, think Danny. That it sounds like you believe in the story, to be honest. You know what? You know what? I kind of do. Like, I kind of do. Because the one we're doubting it, she's like, no. No, it's real. <laughs> but, like, but, like, he could have. I'm not doubting it necessarily because I'm like, I've, I feel like I've heard a lot of stories about alien abductions, or at least quite a few. That I'm like, well, what's the difference between me believing in a demon versus an alien? Honestly, I feel like you'll believe anything. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's like succubus. So what's the difference between alien having sex with a human? Because I do believe we, in aliens, but I don't know about oh, the story. Oh, I, I don't. I don't. I'm not saying I don't believe in aliens. I think that there definitely could be like um, some other form of life mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. not living on Earth. Mm. But I just think that the way this story was told is so like... <laughs> kind of like how you would hear it in like a movie or uh-huh. something that it's just like, like it's, an lsd trip y- yeah it just like it's too like it there's, doesn't there's too many specifics mm. yeah i'm like this mm. is weird and then it's and then sh- they breeded you with you and and they visit through a portal like i'm sorry like i think i don't know if, if i believe if, in all that if like, they're real why would they want to even bother with the human race that's my whole thing. Like, why do they care about us? Yeah, like, why did they need you to give them babies? Maybe they were doing, like, a little guinea pig trial. I don't know. Well, this In is the like- 1900s? <laughs> Bro, literally. No, if they're, they're in... I guess that they're obviously, by the way that he's telling it, they seem, like, more intelligent, like, bigger tech. They can do shit. You know what I mean? So I'm like... It's a tech. I, I don't know, like... Just like 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 if you're taking a bunch of ants from an ant farm to start your own, there's no justifiable reason which one you're taking. You're just gonna choose one. Like if you're gonna like go fishing, like you don't choose which fish you're gonna be like take and eat, mm. right? So like there's no there's probably no method or to the madness about why it's him specifically. Yeah, they're probably just, just seeing like eh, a troubled kid cool. in a cool. farm. Take him. Honestly, probably not even like, like Tyler said. They probably just like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll take this one. This one looks good. I have heard of stories, though, of, like, the aliens. Like, people do think that there is... So there's a bunch of theories, and one of the theories is, like, the alien races. Like, there's multiple alien races, like, starseeds and shit. And one of them is, like, people that look like humans, (laughs) and they wear blue jumpsuits. So that's why people are like, "Mm, yeah, I believe that. But I don't know too much about that stuff. Maybe you can do a a podcast about starseeds. Interesting shit, but... Yeah. I, to an extent, I do believe this story, but it really could be mental illness. He really could have been just essayed throughout his life, and this is what his brain led him to believe. Mm -hmm. It really could just be that. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) No. I I think to give credit to, like, the whole idea of UFOs or or aliens or something, I think that there's definitely been sightings of unidentified flying objects that agreed hidden and covered up by the government agreed i think i think isn't it confirmed that there, aliens there was, are re- well i don't know about confirmed but ufos as a unrelated to the paranormal or the supernatural idea there are confirmed cases of hey we don't know what this flying object was here's the footage this got released a couple of years ago right I so that. i remember at the beginning of covid i think it like the the government just released a bunch of stuff. The U.S. government. Was yeah, like, my dad was freaking out over it because he's obsessed with the whole alien idea. 
So I, I see, and I believe in that. Like yes, but and, and well, that could just be uh, Russian, could be Chinese, could be like some sort yeah. of like government um, unaware of another flying object in the airspace, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So using UFO or unidentified flying object as the um, the label for something that exists, mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to fight nobody over that. Mm-hmm being abducted and having a sexual relationship with it <laughs> you're, you're gonna, I don't you're gonna necessarily lose me. yeah you're gonna lose me hybrid babies hybrid babies like I, I do believe there are probably other entities out there and then you're telling me you taught them how to freaking feed from <laughs> breastfeed breastfeed like absolutely not <laughs> I think you just got mommy issues <laughs> I don't know there's honestly the deeper the deeper thing when you investigate here is his psyche like, Honestly, yes. how Maybe did we you need turn to... your trauma into this elaborate alien story? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's the real question. I'd that's, love to sit down the... and have a conversation with him. Yeah, that's why I would want to his art show. Podcast. <laughs> oh my god, we should invite him we'll to go, a podcast. Yeah, we'll, go to, we'll go to New Jersey. <laughs> I'd honestly, I don't know if I'd want to be in a room f- with him for too long. No, he looks harmless. He's he's harmless. He looks harmless. He's like in his seventies now. Like oh. you can see videos of him and I'm stuff like saying, that. I'll he's look up a photo of him. Yeah, he yeah, looks like. Yeah, I want to know what he looks like. I forgot to include a photo of how he looks like. Here, let me um, pull him out, Jess, just so you can see. But I mean, he looks harmless. I think. <laughs> I think. I mean, very imaginative. <laughs> no, a hundred percent. Let me see if I can find. Like. That's not him talking, but that's how he looks. Oh my gosh! He's, I want to see it. An can actual I see video. him young? I, wanna... I, I think I can add it to the notion. I'll add it to like the top. Um, I don't know about him young, but oh, one of these videos are called "I Lost My Virginity to a Busty Alien Called Crescent." This sounds like a freaking porn. A busty. A busty. Oh, there's a photo of him. Oh, you added that. You just added that? Yeah. No, but it's it's like Gabby said, though. It actually sounded like a Wattpad story. Yeah. That's why it's so unbelievable, because it sounds too fictional to be real. Like... Well, these videos are... Titles is so funny. Where'd you add the picture? Meet the, the man who shagged with aliens. Shagged with aliens. Insane man loses virginity to a busty alien. I don't like the way he looks. He's kind of giving me the creeps. Really? He looks harmless. Mm. <laughs> his his art is really cool, though. Yeah, 100%. We should get it like, oh my gosh, when we like imagine, kinda update like, our studio, we should have a portrait of like... Imagine fucking like an al- something that looked like that. I'd be kind of scared. I'd be like... Well, clearly that turned him on because he said he got sexually aroused from it, remember? But what... Oh, this is what I wanted to say. What if... Because remember how you were saying that they would look at him and then the pain would go away when they put something in his nose? Oh, that was when he was a kid, yeah. Yeah, so what if um, they could also look at him and make him feel yeah. sexually aroused? I was thinking the same where, like, thing. Where, like, they're literally controlling his mind where he's not actually feeling any of these things. It's more like it's it just making him feel that way. Because mm-hmm. they don't... They wouldn't want you to have negative emotions towards them. You know, so it's like they brain brainwashed They're him just male or like manipulators. literally <laughs> manipulators. Gaslight gatekeep, not gatekeep actually, because they let the art be out. But <laughs> they, they kind of they kind of gatekeep a little some, bit of gatekeep. Some of the art, they didn't want some of the art. And then girl boss because these bitches literally. We should were have like, a painting of he him. He was he was 
fucking all of the women, all of the alien women. So I like he was getting his nut. Respects. Getting his nut. He was getting his nut. <laughs> Respects. But then if he did make all of that up, like, was he having sex with someone? Or was it all fake sex in his head? Or was he just masturbating and, like, oh, imagine? That's a crazy imagination. <laughs> a Joe Goldberg moment. Like, literally, literally. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe it's a recurring nightmare from when he was sexually assaulted as a mm, child. That's, I t- that's I'm telling you, it has something to do with his what went on. Like he he ran away. Like, you gotta remember, he ran away from home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He didn't and tell he grew up in the country, was. which is, like... Yeah. <laughs> they, do, they do some shit down there. They do some shit. I don't know. Some some things in the shit. country are weird. No, it is. It Just from what is. I've seen of the country. I don't know. <laughs> the country. <laughs> if you're from the country, let us know how it is down there. <laughs> oh, my God. No offense so to the country. <laughs> so, any final thoughts before I wrap up? <laughs> this has probably one been one of the most like interesting yeah, like, uh, topics that yeah. we've had in a while. Yeah, this was a nice like lighthearted, not too like freaky, but interesting. Interesting. Still weird. Enough. It's interesting because he had a book published and a movie made. Yes. A documentary. Also. I think he did want an actual movie made about it oh but a documentary I, but cool. um i don't know about yeah. that movie how that's going i, I remember very distinctly because growing up i was deathly afraid of aliens this is like my number one fear when i was a child growing up Aww. and the discovery channel i think it was like channel 42 i think it was um late at night anytime after 10 o'clock they would start putting the aliens and the mm-hmm. and stuff on there and I remember there being a documentary series. I don't know if it's the same one or something about that or a TV series. And one of them was called I Had Sex with an Alien. And this is <laughs> the exact story that I remember. The praying mantis, the greys. And all really? That shit. Yeah. So he actually got like quite a bit of pub- publicity from this. In, a, in various yeah. forms. So what if he's just a scammer who wanted attention? Because that's what I'm saying. Mm. Like It is a good like fictional story mm-hmm. for sure 100 percent. i'd read it i'd watch it like oh yeah give me more but as a real <laughs> thing more. as a real thing i'm like no babe i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my gosh so thank you guys for listening to scare topless be sure to follow us on social media at scare topless for updates on our episodes and let us know what you thought of this week's episode you can also send us an email if you have any future cases or a dm what what you want us to cover next until then we are your host and we'll see you next time time.